welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friend. This encouragement's a little bit overdue, but um, I just, I giggle (laughs) when I have to share this with you um, to encourage you in a way that God is not going to let me proceed any farther without irritation until I encourage you with this. So it's it's kind of hard to bring all together and explain it in words when it's really dis- discerned or perceived, um, understood in the spirit. But I trust my God is able to do far greater than I can think or imagine. That's what he says is who he is. So I believe it. And the world wants us to not believe it, to not trust what he's saying, to not whatever when in regards to God. So I want to encourage you, God can actually be kind of fun, even in your most irritating moments, because many times those irritating moments are what God is actively healing. And if you've ever had a scar on your body, a cut, a wound that is in the process of healing, you know how itchy that can be when the skin is actually pulling together and it's healing and it's creating new skin. And even in the word, it says you don't put new wine into old wineskins because it won't work. It won't hold the new wine. So you have new skin. But in that process of healing, it can be really irritating and agitating, especially when you're in a place when they're told, don't move. And you know, if you're not supposed to move at all, that's the first thing that's going to happen is you want it. Like you have an itch that needs to be scratched. But what I want to share with you in regards to that, our battle is not with flesh and blood, but powers and principalities. Throughout our life, we have things that we don't understand, that we've been through, walked through, experienced in ways that other people have not. It may be something similar, but it's not the same experience. It's not the same circumstances. But what it is, is an example of how God can show you how he is mightily at work in your life. He's always been there for you, always is with you, and always will be. And so currently I just get some real agitation as I go on a shop and I'm like, Lord, what is the deal? And I'm getting reminders and flashbacks of things in my life. And as I pursue that going, Lord, I can't figure it out. And just in a still small voice, he's like, just trust me because God reveals. He wants you to trust him because he's going to reveal something, but he reveals to heal and he reveals what is healed. And you'll see things manifesting in your life that he's actively healing and actively set you free already. And as we know, when we said yes to to Jesus, when we said yes to salvation, we know that it's already done. Done. Signed, sealed, delivered. Done. It is finished. Those are the words of Christ himself, not mine. It is finished. And I recorded something before to encourage you um, in a video, and I wasn't sure whether I should put it out there or not. And so maybe at one time I will. But for right now, what I giggle about is how God just loves to show up and show me how much he loves me in the way 
he shows me how he's been there all along and how he shows me he's here now in this battle that I'm facing that when we cry out to him immediately he answers and I shared that with you last time and if you remember when Peter was walking on the water by faith he went towards Jesus immediately Jesus reached down he caught him grabbed him whatever it is and he got in the boat with them and he taught them he whatever it is Jesus did when he's in the boat with them so what I want to encourage you is I'm going to share this story and I know it has a significance because he makes me laugh because how agitated I am and he's like this is what I'm trying to reveal I've healed and this is something so there's victory in our lives when we think we failed there's victory in our lives when we think fear got the best of us and that's it Mm-mm. no more what I can tell you is so many times in my life I felt like there's been a fear injector but at the same time that means I've had a victory injector there's always something to overcome there's always that um the victory and I don't know how to just victory upon victory glory upon glory glory to glory from glory to glory and I just want to share with you in the past I wanted to surprise someone I was dating who was an active scuba diver and so I wanted to surprise him as we were heading on vacation I wanted to get certified so I could scuba dive but I wanted to surprise him with it because he knew in my past there were things around water that caused me great difficulty caused me anxiety and caused seizures and it had to do with water and surprisingly just in my life how God uses that to that he is the living water and how the world would use Christ and the Christ child and the things of the word to cause trauma to people to God's people that when they hear certain things it becomes traumatic events or reminders of bad things but this particular um, encouragement is to share how God how God showed up and you're gonna laugh when I give you the details and hopefully it won't be too long but I believe the details are important because God uses it all for his glory many times unbeknownst to me he will use it in your life to bring healing to bring restoration to give you insight into something you've been struggling with but it's through a story through something that I have to share in order for God to say okay now we can move on but I will struggle and wrestle with it and maybe out of shame maybe out of whatever it is I don't want to um, because of fear there we go so overcoming fear in every encouragement there's an overcoming of fear for me as well in overcoming that fear in our life we help set someone else free so as you overcome fear in your life you're helping to set somebody else free that's just the way it happens and what is it um there's there's a scripture that talks about um the prophecy the 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 word of the testimony is the spirit of prophecy and so what is happening is when I share something about being set free, it brings that spirit of freedom. It brings whom the sun set free is free indeed into your life, into your situation, into whatever it is you're praying and, and contending for. And in this situation, I'll go back to the story where I had wanted to get certified to go scuba diving and I had issues with water as a kid. So I was a little apprehensive. 
and I took the course and I'm ready and ready to take the test and I listened to I don't know if it's a still small voice or whatever I thought was a small voice or it was people I don't know who told me this but I, there was a little check mark on there that said do you get motion sickness on a boat well I would get seasick I, I would like it made me nauseous things on boats that made me nauseous and so in my mind I guess I listened to either someone that said just it doesn't matter go ahead and check it off or I listened to um, I really want to get certified and if I check that I get seasick they won't let me get certified because then you know if I get sick and puke on the boat or something then the captains don't like that um, or was it that I listened to just go ahead and check it off it's just what you do it's just the test don't matter just give them what they want to hear give them what they want and that many times is like religion when you're sitting through in church okay I checked the box that I showed up I checked that I sat in the row I checked that I did whatever it is that you're supposed to do when you show up in there um, every different um, denomination has different things that you have to do to check that little box of, yes, I did that. Yes, I did that. Yes, I said the right thing. I did the right thing. I bowed my head at the right time. All of those different things that become like a religious routine instead of actually meeting with God. And so this is a real funny example because like I feel ashamed when I look at going, I checked that box that says, no, I do not get seasick. Because what I thought, well, I'm going to medicate and then I won't get seasick. And there's lots of different anti-motion sickness stuff that you can take. You can take some the night before and the morning and you won't get seasick. And so, and again, in our world today, it's medicate so that doesn't happen. Medicate so you don't feel it. Medicate so you can do what you want to do. And so, mind you, this was before I accepted Christ into my life. This was when I knew about God. I knew religiously about God. I knew how to show up in church. I knew how to recite the Lord's Prayer. I knew, I memorized it. I knew those things. I knew about God. Uh, I still checked that box. And so um, in the process, there was so many incredible things. The, the day before I'm supposed to go on to a dive, and I think this was to get certified, but it was like a monsoon storm. And my boyfriend puts Jaws as a movie to watch and should have been a red flag to me right <laughs> but um anyway so the next day we go on this dive but I'm going to backtrack a little bit because when I went to get certified I didn't get certified in a pool I took my test out in the middle of the ocean talk about conquering fear my boyfriend at the time he got certified in a swimming pool okay the difference in that you get certified in a swimming pool. The pressure is such that there are walls of the pool. And yes, you, your ears pop when you go down. When you're talking the magnitude of the ocean and you go down a certain atmospheric level, you experience pressure all around you. And so on my certification exam, testing, can I take my mask off underwater and all of these things that you have to prove that you can do underwater for safety. Not just to prove that you can do it, but it's for safety. Because you're at a level, you're at a, um, in a realm and an atmosphere that it is not natural 
to be able to breathe. And so you need the apparatus to be able to breathe. And when I'm taking my exam, I had the last thing, and that was to take off the mask. And it scared me. I took off that scuba diving goggle mask. I took it off. Everything in me freaked out. I was ready to pop to the surface. That was it. I was done. I was going up. I needed air because I tried to breathe through my nose. And what happens is you have to train yourself to breathe through the apparatus. And I forget the name of it right now. And so I realized, oh, in a moment, I mean, my my instructor was ready to grab onto me and, and head up there with me because I was about ready to panic. And so at that moment, catching myself realizing I tried to breathe through my nose, but you, I didn't have my mask and goggles on, so I had to breathe through my mouth. And once I realized the shift that needed to happen in the atmosphere that I was in to survive, everything calmed down. And that's much like our prayer life. Sometimes when we're praying, it takes us to a level that is different than we're used to. And everything around you seems the pressure is coming in. The pressure is pressing on you. And it feels like you're scared because it's not natural. And the things of God are not natural in the human nature. And so when you learn to breathe properly, depending on the atmospheric level that you're operating, God will do amazing things. And so I want to encourage you with that, that once I got the mask off, and it's kind of interesting in our society, it's about, you know, unmask our kids. And so if you're not teaching your children how to pray properly, how to defeat the enemy, how to breathe properly, depending on where you are, what you're doing, it's a very, it's a disservice to them because then they want to leave it on and they don't feel safe. If someone comes swimming by and kicks off the mask, when you're diving, if they kick off your mask and you freak out and you might be at 110 feet below the surface and you try to shoot up because you're panicking, everything gets worse. Everything. Your breathing, all the, the things that happen, you have to go up slowly. There's things that need to happen in a way that keeps you safe. For the environment you're living in. Because when you're in an environment that is not natural for you and everything around you is trying to put the pressure on you, coming against you, you have to learn the tools, you have to learn the safety, you have to learn how to breathe properly, and you have to learn how to take off your mask, how to put it back on, and how to get rid of the stuff that's inside the mask when you put it back on because it comes from the atmosphere that you're in. You won't be able to see, you won't be able to breathe, and it will cause you to freak out again. And I share this with you because it does tie into, not tie into, but it does connect to the story of Peter. And God just so comically just shares things with me. And I don't get it at first, but when I do, I know that it's God because of the way it came about. I couldn't figure it out. There's some details I couldn't figure it out. So, fast forward to many dives later. I'm diving, having a great time. Even after monsoons, the day before I dive, the water was so smooth. The ocean was like a lake. They say that never happens. I get that throughout my life. 
this is the first time that's happened. This hardly ever happens. I can't believe it's happening. For how, like 16 dives, I think, different days, the ocean was like, like glass, like a lake. It was so amazing. And so when I get to the point where I keep seeing stuff and getting really agitated on my daily job, and I want you to listen closely because this is probably happening to you as well. I see this person and I'm getting really agitated all the time and it's bothering me. I'm like, Lord, what is going on? And I see different pieces of something and I'm reminded of the diving. And then what happens is I'm reminded of the dive I took. My boyfriend was down there and I was underwater next to him. And for whatever reason, I freaked out. I just... I don't know what it was. I could breathe. I had everything properly done up, everything. And something scared me. And I shot to the surface. I was done. I let him know, hey, I'm heading up. And he continued to go about his dive. I headed to the surface. And I looked around. I couldn't even see the boat. And I'm already panicky. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, not only underwater am I feeling alone, even though I had a dive buddy right next to me. I get to the surface and I see no help. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see the boat. And the guy on the boat is asking me, give me the sign. Are you okay? And I'm panicking. And finally, it took so long and I just waved my arms like, no, I was not okay. And I watched this man not even hesitate jumped into the water, no life preserver, no scuba deer in the middle of the ocean and swam towards me, grabbed hold of me and pulled me back onto the boat. And as I'm reminded of this story, God is showing me how in my life, when I didn't even know truly who he was, I knew about God. He gave me living examples and he's reminding me immediately. Jesus reached in and pulled him up. And so I just want to encourage you, where is that in your life? Where is God showing you? It wasn't the shame of, I wasn't okay. It wasn't the shame of, I panicked. It wasn't the shame of, I was at an atmosphere that was not natural for me to be at, but it was amazing and it was part of all God's creation and what you see in their own world, like, you know, sharks and turtles and whatever, and you see them in their own environment. But when it is not natural for you to swim there, but you have all the tools, you have everything you need, and you still panic, shame comes over you. Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish it. And there was something wrong. But it wasn't the seizures. It wasn't the the problem with water. I don't know what it was at the time. But what God showed me is immediately somebody came and pulled me back, pulled me to safety. And so I want to encourage you that in times when you fear, that fear can grip you going into the water, going into new environments, stepping out in faith, because that affects your faith when you can't step out in faith because you feel like you're going to panic and you're going to have to have someone come and pull you back to the boat because you can't do it. Well, my friend, I want to encourage you. Yes, you can. And here's the giggling rest of the story that I have to share with you because I want to encourage you. God is with you. And today, I struggled with this encouragement for days, but I knew I had to stop everything and share this with you because today, I'm on my job and 
couple girls are kind of giggling and and the one's like oh it must be a ghost and I'm not understanding like you got ghosts back there and I want to see where they're going with this she's like well it keeps dropping or squishing water everywhere and I was like oh you know and so I didn't understand it and at the time I just went you know okay whatever and when God showed me today the fear and the things that kept causing me agitation with this person that kept showing up this person that kept showing up and it's like following me around and it was irritating me and saying things and just being an irritation and I was like god what is it what does it represent what are you doing what is he doing I don't know but that person I just want to get away from it away from that person away from it whatever it is and then he shared the rest of the story with the ghost and the squishy water. And so as I told you about diving and the boat and being pulled into the boat. And immediately, and it goes to the scripture, they thought they saw a ghost. And I have two words for you. Three words. It was Jesus. It's Jesus. You need not be afraid. God is coming to you on the water. And yes, when someone walks through water, he's going to leave some squishy watermarks. So I want to encourage you. You have not failed. The fear, the anxiety, the panic does not mean failure. It means you cry out to the Lord and immediately he reaches in and he helps you. I am walking through that in my life now. And as it was then, so it is now and so it always will be. You cry out to Jesus and immediately. It may not look like you want it to look in the immediately. But I have so many examples in my life of how God has shown up. And he has shown me my life in scripture. And as I'm walking through this irritation, I'm reading in Esther and just the preparation that Esther had to save her people. I'm walking through this reminders of the failure when I stepped out in faith and was under the water already. I didn't fall into the water. I was already under the water with breathing apparatus, breathing apparatus, everything I needed to survive. And I still panicked. And yet I'm reading Esther and her courage and her saving of the people and how she was prepared and she had someone that cared about her and, and the king called for her. I'm walking through that at the same time I'm getting reminders of the failure or so-called failure of when I stepped out and I conquered fear. But yet fear, another, a different kind of fear came and God said no. Anytime you step out in faith and fear rises up, you shut that down because he has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. All of those things are so important to you right now. And I didn't know how I was going to get through this encouragement because it's a story in my life, but it's a story that has been rising up because God's actively healing it. And he's showing me the wrestle between the courage of Esther, the elegance, the courage and the having what it takes to go before the king and to know that he trusted her wrestling with the past failures the past reminders of when you needed someone to come help you when you needed to someone because you couldn't do it no it wasn't about that it was about God showing me Jesus 
that is a real live example of what Peter experienced. Even though you feel like a failure and you're the Esther that has the courage to go before the king, petition the king, not for selfish means, but to set the people free, to stop a decree of destruction and set the people free. Not only did he reverse the um, what happened, what the enemy was trying to do, but he gave her authority to declare whatever is written and sealed by the king's signet ring carries authority and he gave her all that permission and she didn't ask for something selfish it was to leave my people alone let my people live and I want to encourage you when you wrestle through the the in you that that desire to walk in courage and the fear of failing again or feeling like you're going to fail again. Remember, Jesus was right there. It wasn't failure. It was admitting, Lord, I need your help. I need your help with this because I am freaking out. I don't know what to do. I see no boat in sight. And there was a boat right there with someone ready and saying, hey, what do you need? Do you need the help? And I knew that and no matter what, he was ready to jump in. Even if I couldn't answer, but I conquered even the fear of that failure. And I waved my hands of, no, I am scared. I am freaking out here and I don't even know why. So when you are in that situation and you don't even know why you're scared, as a child of God who has incredible gifts that you sense the atmosphere around you and it's pressing in on you with all sides. When you're at a different atmosphere, it's all sides. Know that you can cry out to the Lord. And if you're panicking, freaking out, it's because probably you're not used to what you're trying to process. But you don't process it on your own. You process it with God. He reveals. You don't have to figure it out on your own. God will reveal. He will heal. He will take you off autopilot, autocorrect, auto whatever, and take you into those places where he will show you that he always shows up. He always has, is now, and always will. And all of these little intricacies are in my life right now saying, yes, we're dealing with the auto. And if that's significant to you, it surely is for me too. When I deal with things in even the autocorrect in texting, it messes things up. I'm dealing with an auto in something in my life. And I'm also dealing with things that have been ingrained as a child as are you that you're operating on like an autopilot your body is so used to it your mind is so used to it your spirit is used to just dealing with it this way because that's how it was programmed and trained to do through your upbringing through religion through scholastics through whatever it is so I want to encourage you you have not failed there is no failure in Christ you are a new person in Christ and he will show you when you allow him to show you and bring all the details where people are talking about ghosts and Jesus says, hey, they thought I was a ghost and it's me. God will show up in your life in a way that will make you giggle and allow you to see him be there for you, encourage you, lift you up. Because so much of your life, you've probably been beaten down by religion and scripture and Jesus and the Christ child and so many things were causing trauma. The world used it to cause trauma. 
But God says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And so I encourage you, not only for the freedom that God has really kind of said, you know, we need to encourage through this because as I shared it with you, there is freedom for you in this. I know it. I believe it with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Because when I struggle with something so much and I don't understand, I don't get it, God shows up and he brings more details. And then when I finally get it, I need to pull over. I need to stop everything. I've wrestled with this for a while because I didn't know how to bring it together and encourage. I knew it was just something in my past going, well, that's just a story. That's just my life. They don't want to hear about my life. They don't, I don't need to share that. That's, you know, and here's me going back and forth with God and feel free to do that with God because that is how you can process it. When you have an incredible gift that you're sensitive to the spirit, you're sensitive to the atmosphere around you and it like underwater scuba diving it is pressure all around you it will follow you everywhere it will resist you everywhere no matter which way you turn it feels like a pressure box but what I can encourage you with cry out to Jesus immediately he shows up he is the good shepherd he is the way the truth and the life he is your healer he is your redeemer he is your restorer he is your provider he is your protector he is the lover of your soul. He is love. He is grace. He is mercy. He is with you. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. I know this was a little bit longer and I've got probably part two and part three to share. But I believe right now I shared everything God wanted me to share. Because I have a peace that surpasses all understanding right now. And I know you do as well. God answered something for you in what I shared. I feel it. And so I just want to encourage you, as God is healing in your life, rejoice for how much he loves you. And seek him in his word. Seek him in prayer. And remember, the battle is not fought with flesh and blood, but power and principality. And sometimes we have to walk through some tough stuff in the flesh, in the worldly systems, in order to, for, for God to show up in the spiritual realm and do things that we cannot do for ourselves. So I'm asking you to trust God. He walked on water, even if you fall beneath the surface and you fall, he is right there to pick you back up and to remind you, you are his. You are in the palm of his hands and he's got you. And that means a whole lot of loving, good, pure, holy love and so I want to encourage you with that today do not be afraid do not be ashamed God is with you and may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you in Jesus mighty name amen thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast I said a prayer for you today for more encouragements visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there.